on the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. Through your excruciating COVID test this week? Yeah. Yeah, I went through it, sent it in, all cleared. Okay, good. Brain biopsy every week. Love it. Good what? mental toughness test. Brain biopsy. You're saying that's what it is when they stick that thing up your nose. That's what it feels like. <laughs> like going up to get yeah. a sample of the old <laughs> prefrontal <laughs> cortex. Yes, huh? and I, and then, and so there's got it up there far I, enough. No, God. I just told them. Yeah, there's not a lot left up there. So you, yeah. you careful. <laughs> It'll take a few cells I might need. <laughs> Sounded like you had all you needed yesterday. Got the chance to uh, sample your work with Kevin Kugler. You had a good broadcast yesterday. I thought it was a really good broadcast. Had a lot of things in. Involved, obviously. I, I look at my broadcast like a player. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of good things, but there's things that I know that I can be better, and it just irks me the whole drive home. What'd you do? Like What'd a, you make? A, yeah, one time I heard it once. Redskins? No, I said red. I corrected myself. It was, but that wasn't involved in football. It was mm-hmm. involved how uh, the Washington football team is. Mm-hmm. Uh, had Ron Rivera's wife go through the protocols every day with the tracker and the testing so that she can be part of his healing as uh, he undergoes and fights cancer. And I said, red, and I said, oh, excuse me, the Washington football team has mm-hmm. done a great job of mm-hmm. bringing in Mrs. Rivera. And as we all know, and you know, because um, you watched people around you go through this, that cancer isn't an individual battle, it's a family yes, battle. Yes, it is. And so I thought that was really cool that the Washington football team does that. But we were we were very conscious of it. And, you know, people think, oh, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal because that's... The nickname, you mean? That's, yeah. It, it's a big deal because um, that's what they want to be known as. And it's, re- it's a respect thing for me. Yeah. And Kevin and I uh, practiced all weekend, right? And uh, I was up... I said red, but I didn't finish it. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, Kev, I almost got it. And uh, but it, it it wasn't involving football. It was involving something off the field. So that's why I, I didn't beat myself too um, beat myself up over that too much. But I learned a lot about your Cleveland Browns. Yeah, did you learn a lot about Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. What'd you learn about the Browns? Well, they're a good team, Bruce, and I think um, people that should be uh, optimistic for this reason. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin Stefanski brings a calmness and a boringness yeah. to the Browns, which is a very good thing. It you, is for them. Yes, would, it is. I mean, you would agree with that, Absolutely. Right? And um, just watching them practice. I learned so much just watching them practice. I watched uh, Odell Beckham Jr. practice. I was watching Jarvis Landry practice. And the interaction and the communication between uh, those guys now – Look, Kevin's going to be, and I said this on the air, the identity of this team is we're going to run the ball and that's it, and then we'll throw it if we need to throw it. And so OBJ and Jarvis, you guys have to be happy with three or four catches a game. I think uh, OBJ led the game yesterday with four receptions for 58 yards, and, and that's what they have to be. And so They've won two games in a row with Baker Mayfield going 16 of 23. Yeah. And he was good yesterday. I mean, he missed a couple throws, but other than that, he, I thought he was really good. I, I don't, I don't, I think when you look at Baker, as long as he keeps the craziness in check, I've said this. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he can get excited for like a All touchdown that nonsense, but, but running around, arms but he doesn't and legs. do that as much anymore. I know. He good. Thank you. I need my quarterback. And, so Flatline. I, I had a, a, we had a great conversation with him on a production call, and I, I got some insight on him 
and I don't know if you'd like to hear it or oh, not. Of course, but, we all I love think to this hear. Is, this is stuff that you can't get on any other podcast because yeah. it's it's really whatever you think about Baker. The one thing about him, he, he's going to tell you how he feels. <laughs> yeah, I, good or bad, he's going to tell you. Yeah, I, I think that's you, just who he is. Just I his think personality. As a journalist, so you. Appreciate oh, yeah. That. I mean, those guys are gold. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. But that's not necessarily, as we've talked before, great for an NFL quarterback having that kind of so, hot, super hot disposition. So one thing he was talking about is that, you know, he freely admits that all the noise got to him. Mm -hmm. And he was listening to everything, and mm -hmm. he's trying to be everything. So, and, and this is a little bit cliche, but this was so true in his case. Like, he was forcing fun trying to have fun and it wasn't fun he would he lost that feeling of playing that joy of playing mm -hmm. and the only fun that comes in the nfl is winning if you don't win it is miserable correct it is you know this i mean you've covered locker rooms you know what it's like and it's hard to win in the nfl so he had really the soul searching thing going on this offseason and i give him a lot of credit it and I don't know if you saw this on the broadcast. Do you remember on the podcast last week, after the uh, Cincinnati game, that following Monday I said, Baker had a certain look in his eye before the game and when Joe Burrow was taken. It, and it wasn't like I'm all hyped up, I'm jumping up and down. It was just a certain focus. And I don't even know what it was, but I recognized it. But I know I recognized it. I can't name it, but I know I recognized it. Mm -hmm. So I asked him about that in a production meeting. And he said, you know, that's very interesting because my brother said the exact same thing to me. And I got to tell you, man, when he's on, he's a streaky guy. He's, he's plenty good enough to win with. He's plenty good enough. Now, the only thing that I'm concerned about, as long as they're winning, mm -hmm. and I, this isn't, I don't even know if this is a fair criticism or not. I'm just going on history. They're not winning and OBJ and Jarvis are only catching two or three or four balls. That's my biggest concern. But Baker has to keep this in mind. He can't please everybody on that football team. He's just got to throw. And I said this on the, on the air yesterday. Can't worry about targeting OBJ. You can't worry about targeting Jarvis Landry. You can't worry about targeting Austin Hooper because there's people out there clamoring Austin Hooper has to get involved in the passing. Right. Can't worry about that. Throw to the open guy. I don't care who the open guy is. And so he's been doing that, and I think he's got the resolve and the support of his head coach, who's also the play caller, to be able to maintain that. And I think the support of his teammates. The offensive line is really good. They're really good. They're fun to watch. And Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, I, those are two guys that you love to have on your team. Both of them are team-first guys and so if you're a browns fan i'm here to tell you be optimistic there's some improvements that need to be uh happen on defense and i think they'll get there joe woods is a really good guy and a very good coach he brings the san francisco 49er system into play i love that system mm -hmm. and a guy to keep your eye on in the root for because he's a football player he's an underdog he's tough as nails is uh tavier thomas number 20 He's just a football player. He makes a lot of plays that people don't notice. Okay. And I'm ex I'm as excited about his play. Miles Garrett had two sacks. Um it's 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 a fun team. I watched them practice. They're really focused and they're in control. 
And I think Kevin was the perfect hire at the perfect time because he brings dullness to that organization. A welcome, a welcome <laughs> so, boredom. Is yes. That, is that, I would like my team to be a lot more boring because I think they'd be a lot more successful. I think They've always led the league in headlines. I want to celebrate their, their dullness. Yes. And, and by the way, one of the best hires he made was an interim coach in Washington last year was Bill Callahan, who's known as an offensive line coach. And He's a really good offensive line coach. And this is the beauty of going to practice is that I get to see the focus and I get to see what they're actually doing. Mm -hmm. And when the the offensive line never sits around, they're always working together for the hour and a half that we were out there straight. And so anyway, I'm just optimistic about the Browns. I hope if you're a Browns fan that you are, I'm very optimistic about where they're going. And I think, look, you can question Baker, and I know people, you know, everybody makes an emotional decision on a quarterback. And you have a right to question, but there's things that you see where there's controlled plays. You know what? Baker's not relying on running all over the place like a wild man making some spectacular throw. That's not their offense anymore. He's hitting that back foot, and that ball's being released before guys are out of their cuts. And that's a good thing, buddy. I'm telling you, I think they're a really good team. And, and I'm not saying they're Super Bowl team, but they're definitely capable of 10 wins this year. They really are. Yeah, I'm not sure they're a playoff team in their division. I mean, it's going to be tough. Steelers are undefeated. Ravens are undefeated going into what should be a headline Monday night game tonight. Chiefs at Ravens. Mahomes against the reigning MVP, How about that game? Lamar Jackson. That'll be something to watch. Uh, before we go much further, Mr. Spielman is uh, – Topping off his Hemisphere Coffee Roasters coffee yeah. with a little Diet Coke this morning, but uh, he probably had your cup of... Breakfast blend this morning. Breakfast blend this morning. There was Fantastic. only... I'll tell you what. Here, here's, here's me about give, give, give. You know, yeah. I sacrifice for oh, you. You're just nothing but generosity. <laughs> one big ball of generosity. It's all you are. I sacrifice for Gary. Yeah. There was one Hunter's blend left and one breakfast oh, blend. What? I, you you allow... You left it for your wife. Yes, That's I did. That's love, people. And I actually put the cup in the coffee maker and filled the water up and lifted, even lifted it up and put the K-cup in the holder. So all she has to do is press it down and hit the button. Sorry to tell you, fellas, father of the year, husband of the year. It's, it's over. It's over you guys, with. You guys back it in. Just, so. don't, maybe in 2021, but not in 2020. Yeah. Hemisphere Coffee Roasters Coffee, phenomenal. You see the sign behind me. Everybody loves it. It's uh, birth coffee wars all over Spielman Hooley podcast <laughs> listening land. But then, of course, Mr. Spielman's Christianity wins out. Yes. And he's sacrificial love shows by leaving the last Hunter's Blend for his lovely wife, Carrie. Maybe you'll do the same, or maybe not. But at any rate, you'll have the best coffee out there. Hemisphere Coffee Roasters Coffee, 15% off when you use the promo code WETACKLELIFE in all caps. Many, many, many different flavors. Browse their website and put together a nice little gift pack for a corporate gift to somebody or, you know, hey, makes a nice birthday gift or whatever. HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com, HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. All right, we have uh, Browns winning, Bengals tying. So the Bengals didn't win, but they didn't lose. Joe Burrow, another great game for him, another NFL record for him. 91 completions through three weeks. That's a rookie record. Uh, he completes 70% of his passes, 312, two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked eight times yeah, and hit 18 times. That's 40 times he's been hit, 40 in three weeks. Uh, it, it's not sustainable. 
There's something bad going to happen. And these were bad hits. These weren't like I fall and you happen to touch me. These were he got smoked a couple so times. Had not, to leave the game one play. Ninety-one completions is not a winning formula, by the way. I no. mean, those are great quarterback numbers. I'm not saying they're not, but you can't win. What's the formula in the NFL and what we're seeing? Run the ball. There's, there's some outliers, Keep it away right? from the other team. What, we, we see the Rams do it, yep. right? We yep. see Buffalo do it. We yep. see the <laughs> Patriots the, yesterday, the Patriots. 240-something rushing in. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the new formula. It's Everybody's going back to that, mm-hmm. and, and that's what the Bengals, and they want to do that. It's just up front. After watching them, I have them in, I have the Bengals in two weeks, I think, at the Colts. Uh, that's not the formula for winning. And, and you have a investment in Joe Burrow. You can't have him throw the balls fifty or sixty times a game. You can't do it. Nope. He's not going to last. I mean, I I I don't. I'm not wishing anything bad on him. Of course, I'm a. I want him to do well. I want him to succeed. I want all players to succeed. But if you're getting hit eighteen times a game by NFL pass rushers, <laughs> it, it's something is going to happen. And they've all. Not- adjusted all the pass rushers have adjusted now to the fact that they can't touch a quarterback unless they have a clean green light hit and so when they get a clean green light hit they're not gonna waste it (laughs) that's right and they are teeing off on him because the Bengals right side of their offensive line is a disaster and yesterday they had Billy Price in there, the former number one pick out of Ohio State and we were wondering why Billy wasn't in there the previous week when they were just dreadful yeah. And Billy had his struggles yesterday, which that's an ongoing source of mystery to me. Uh, so, yeah, so that happens. How about Brock shouting you out? You did do a nice job on seeing that cutback and foreshadowing it with Nick Chubb then later on took advantage of that cutback. I think what I try to do is when I analyze a game, I try to be a coach in the booth at, at certain points. And everything for me, look, I have the good fortune of talking with coaches. I have the good fortune of having 11 years of experience. I was raised by a coach. So everything I see is oh, what is a setup for the next play? Mm-hmm. Why Why does that work? And so there was a play, and Brock was referring to, where Nick Chubb, in the same formation, he ran the ball, he had a bad read. Like running backs have to make split-second reads. He missed a cutback lane wide open. It was wide open. It was wide open, okay? And so I said, I guarantee you, and I pointed out on the replay, yeah. Just I, I get on the thing, I said, show me a replay, nothing spectacular, I'm just going to show you what he missed. So they did, and I said, look, this is what happens with coaches and, and, and running back coaches and guys in the booth. Hey, Nick missed a cutback on that. We might want to run that again next time and tell him, look for the cutback. And sure enough, later in the game, and we banked that one play where mm-hmm. I said, I told the producer, bank that, because it's coming back. I'm telling you, I've got too much experience, and yeah. I know what I would do. Yeah. And I'm not saying that in an arrogant no, way. No, I'm just no, telling no. you I'm from That's why you're in the role you're in. Practical way, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they ran that play. Chubb didn't <laughs> looked at the cutback, hit it beautifully with such burst. He's so good, man. Oh, man, he is. I love him, man. I, I, I got the man football crush on him. But he hit that cutback and was gone. And so... It's just fun for me. That's my payoff as an analyst. Yeah. When when you know people, gets frustrating because they think there's only one guy that can do that. I've been doing that my whole career because well, you know that you. I'm not, I'm not saying this in like oh look at me. No, but, but just, that's how you. That's why I have say, a job. Did you have a good broadcast or not have a good broadcast? Those are the kinds of things that 
fulfill you in your role as an analyst. Right. Exactly. You're anxious to like say, hey, let's let's hold that. My instinct tells me that's going to exactly. come back. We'll make a we'll connect these points. Exactly. And that's why you know why broadcasts look good. There was a play early on. They set they set a screen. They had JoJo Nastin in motion. Nobody picked him up on a throwback, and I guarantee you that will be in. Sometime this year, mm-hmm. that play will be in. All right. So, but it's 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 such a cool job, and I work with great people and. We have fun doing the broadcast, and uh, it was just, you know, it's just, uh, it, it was a beautiful day in Cleveland. I was home by six. Yeah, it that's, was, a nice, that's a nice gig there. It was, and so, and I didn't have to leave until Friday morning and all that good stuff, so it was all good. So anyway, thanks, so Brock. give me the benefit of your expertise as a player and as a coach. What happens, because Bengal fans today are, like, tearing their hair out over the fact that their defense could not protect the end zone at the end of the first half or the end of the second half. At the end of the first half, uh, I mean, the numbers are they gave, the Eagles scored two touchdowns, both on end of half possessions. They had three field goals. Okay. So at the end of the first half, I mean, I think maybe the first half one is just as explainable as a coverage bus. Greg Ward hit a 29-yard touchdown pass. He scored with 16 seconds left. so frustrating. The end of the game, the Bengals have been playing great defense, and then it's pass interference, pass interference. That's a, Eagles go the length of the field. They have Carson Wentz in the pocket. He gets away, which he got away a lot yesterday. The Bengals had him dead to rights a couple times. And they score the tying touchdown with 21 seconds. Generally, not specifically, because you were driving and you didn't watch it. But right. generally, what happens, and people see this a lot, defenses that are fine, 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 you get the end of the half, end of the game, boom, they, the can't hold the, the le- they can't hold the field. I have not seen the end of the play, so I'm not yeah. going to comment. I did see the Greg Ward touchdown, yeah. and it's at the end of the half. You're always at the end of any half, deep is the deepest. Nobody, I mean nobody, gets behind you. Yeah. And that is a high school mistake, a middle school mistake. That could never and should never be a mistake in college football or the NFL, ever. And that's, I think, what's uh, very frustrating for me. And, you know, I give credit to play designers because they draw plays. They try to draw people in, use decoys. Greg Ward was the number one target. And I don't know if I didn't see the whole route. I just know, generally speaking, as you asked, mm-hmm. that uh, you never let a guy get behind you. And you said something that's a rare statement. And it's not going to be said a lot this year. I hope it is, but I don't think it will. The Bengals played great defense. <laughs> Did you say? I said that for for you know all but the money possessions well, they did. So I mean, my, the Eagles had eleven possessions, seventy plays, three field goals, that's, and then that's they had two possessions, sixteen plays, two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. That's the NFL. So each broadcast, I I have uh, ambiguous cards. I guess is a way to describe. It. Single week, they're good for every game, mm-hmm. no matter what. Is that the proper definition of yeah. ambiguous? Right. I'm just checking I, for the people. I, I, I know I you know. I can't really say. I'm just. I'm reading this next comment. I'm going to put on the screen, and I'm just saving it. It's not on there yet. I'm saving it. Okay. I see it on my screen. You don't see it on that screen. Okay. Um, so. Well, now now I'm all all distracted. Okay, that's oh, okay. Oh, it's it's this, it's this. NFL games. We looked at it. We watched the Vikings, who again give a game away, which oh my is goodness. just mind numbing. But it's making crucial plays at crucial times. Yeah. It's not having a snap go off your helmet or the shotgun or go over your head. And for the Bengals, yeah, it's great that you played well. 
But you got to make the crucial gotta plays. Make it's the play. the, and it, but it's not when you make the play. Yeah. It's the at the. It is when you make it the play. When it's not make making a play. Yeah. It's when you make the That's play. Right. All right. Here's we'll make your morning. This comes from uh, the Bowdens. Chris, you were great in your observations in the game yesterday. Your Thank knowledge you. of football yeah, is the best. All right. Check. Have I been trying to tell you this for Check years? will be in the mail, Bowden family. <laughs> Check will be in the mail. Uh, uh, Minnesota funny. Vikings, I know you're struggling today because you know your brother's miserable. They're 0-3. They somehow managed to figure out a way to lose a game with 464 yards of offense with a receiver and a running back going over 175 yeah. yards. Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. Yet they could not beat the no. Tennessee Titans. And it's, uh, you know, and I, I actually... Believe it or not, mm. I got a call from uh, Uncle Rick, oh. as he's referred to in our house. Yeah, sure. Which I never get a call after a loss. And, um, you know, the only thing I tell him, and this is can tie into the faith portion, or just this is a bonus faith mm-hmm. portion. There's times in life, and, and I get it, it's only football, but for those guys it's important because it's their livelihood, yes, it it's is. their jobs. And just, you know, you got you to gotta weather the storm. And I'm just happy he signed an extension <laughs> before the season, then start knowing three. So I just got to weather the storm. Well, they're somehow. in transition a bit. They, um, uh, um, but it's, you know, it's, 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 they're a good team. They have a lot of good players. They do. And they should they do. not be, they're too good to be 0 and 3. And there's no excuse, no COVID, no uh, the social justice uh, incident uh, with Mr. Floyd up in Minnesota. None of that. You know, you got to be able to compartmentalize. It. it doesn't take any less, make those events any less important. Yep. But you got to be able to go play when you're called to play. That's your job. Yep. Uh, got a nice call from uh, our friends at AUI Info the other day, noting that they are getting contact. Do they like my broadcast? People. They love your broadcast, okay. I'm sure. I'll ask Steve, and he'll send something here. What about Chrissy? Chrissy, I'm sure, loved it too, yes. If they're watching on Facebook, please affirm Mr. Spielman. Uh, they love him. You'll love them. They line you up with the best. But see, I'm not as confident as a two-time state champion. I don't have that. Well, of course, you know, <laughs> limit. You only played in the NFL, decade, Pro Bowl four times, College Football Hall of Fame. I can understand your lack of confidence. And and uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame nominee. Thank you. Bruce. Yes, I mean, just I know, recently. I know you like to forget I that. I you to mention that. You don't like to acknowledge Sorry. that, but all right. Yes. Did you check on the Spielman Rock up there? Is the Spielman oh. Rock still there? I don't know. I'm very disappointed. I'm not allowed on the, I wasn't allowed on the, I wasn't allowed to step on the grass in practice. I had to walk on the, you on know, the pavement. The, have you been to the, Oh yeah, many times. You know, so that there's that yeah, yeah, yeah. track. Yes. pavement. I had to stay on the track. Did you have pavement. to wear a mask? Yes. What you say? Look, look. Well, you're like to nine me. miles yes, from player. But I can see. That, don't worry. I know what I'm looking for and what I'm, okay. li- I'm hearing for at practice. I could see. Okay, good. They did the best to accommodate us. You know that little shed back there? <laughs> yes. That's the where we did our field. Zoom call. Oh, my but, goodness. But listen, okay. th- it's fine because, it, hey, we all, it's, we all have to adjust. Yeah. And, and this is a good life lesson, right? Yeah, it is. Like if this were the case in a regular situation, Season if we're I, a real I pandemic? Left. No, that's me no, talking. No. <laughs> if there's actually something to fear other than no, the flu. No. But listen, though, we all have to go through the inconveniences yeah. of COVID, right? Yes, we do. And You better believe we do. I respect that everybody's trying to work with us. We're trying mm-hmm. to work with them. If they want me to stand on the concrete back by the shed to watch practice, they, they did have the courtesy of practicing on those two fields mm-hmm, mm-hmm. away from the facility. You know what I'm talking yes, about do, yeah. by that back gate, right? Yep. And um, uh, I was not allowed to step over this crack. 
And, well, and would, would you break your mother's I, back? Yes. Is that what they'd say? Then uh, one time I was w- not within uh, 30 yards of anybody, and I pulled the mask down. Uh-oh. My producer. Whoop, whoop, whoop. My alarms produ- go off. My mask pr- alarms. My producer calls and says, uh, I just got a text from you-know-who. Oh, yeah, I know. You know who I'm talking I about. I know exactly who you're talking I, and I, about. And he's a great guy. He does a great job. I'm just and, – and so, you know, normally <laughs> – but back, look, I'm just glad to be working. Sure, I know you are. And I'm glad I, we have games. And I wasn't around anybody, so I didn't take it off irresponsibly. Mm-hmm. Okay, just to breathe. I to, to, to actually yes, sneeze to breathe. No, just to, cough, to breathe and something. scratch my my nose itch. Yeah. So I wanted to scratch my nose, and I can't I just, have that. I just wanted a minute of fresh air. As soon as that mask down, within ten seconds, my phone. Oh my! Could goodness. you could you ask Chris to please put his mask on? Okay. Okay. I, and that's all I can say. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's, hey, I'll be wearing. If I mine. don't want to follow the rules, then I can get my my home. rear. I yeah. can get my rear end out of there. You can. That's right. So, uh, so I'll be sitting in the stands outside tonight, uh, watching a soccer game. What's going to go on. for seven, eight goals tonight? What's, uh, given the team they're playing, I'll be happy with two and no injuries. Who are they they're playing? Known yeah. to be physical. I can't impugn a team ahead of time. <laughs> After the fact, I can. I'm just telling you, I'm praying for her safety tonight because they're known. Why? To be, they're just physical. Yeah. Mm, yeah. All right. Well, you got to tell her. You, you got to tell her. She's you, well aware. You got to be like Maddie. Throw the first punch. She's well aware. Matt, so, Maddie and basketball knew where they played. She threw the first punch. That's good. Sets the tone. Tell Does her, set the tone. Tell her to throw an elbow. Yes. Be fine. Mr. Spielman's. Just get uh, a yellow card off the get go. Don't get a red card. Get a yellow, yellow card. card. No, we don't need What's a yellow card. What's wrong with a yellow card? Uh, well, you get a second one. You get that's equals a well, red. Don't get a second one. Well, I know she's gotten yellow cards before this year. Okay, running into the goalie, making a strong. That's my only stat I'm concerned about. With How many her. yellow cards? I don't care. She's obviously a goal scoring right. machine. She is that. I'm only worried about. Can you get a couple yellow cards at least? She's got a couple. She's All got right, two good. this year. Nice. Very good, job, good. Katie. Uh, you'll have a yellow card if you get the wrong health insurance. Maybe a red card. You'll be eliminated from seeing your doctor that you want to see or going to the uh, hospital that's most convenient for you in the event that you should. But you can eliminate that possibility if you confer with Chrissy and Steve and the people at auinfo.com. They're glad to hear from you. They've been hearing from you. They're very appreciative of that. Let them know that you heard about them on the Spielman and Hooley podcast. They're health insurance brokers. They have all the information on all the health insurance plans co-pays, this, that, the other. For instance, you know, let's say you're uh, looking online and you're trying to figure this out for yourself because you think, oh, I'll have to pay somebody to figure it out for me. And you sign up for a plan based on cost. But then you find out later on that, well, the reason why it costs what it costs is because their maternity benefits are great, but you're in your 50s and you don't really need maternity benefits anymore. See, Chrissy and Steve, Julie and all the others at AUI Info know what the plans feature, and what your needs are. You don't pay more. They're compensated by the health insurance company. So get with auiinfo.com, auiinfo.com. So do you want to talk about Dwayne Haskins and Chase yeah. Young and Terry McLaurin? Yeah, yeah. Terry McLaurin looked really good. Chase Young, I didn't get a long enough look at him. And Dwayne Haskins, um, well, he'll be a nice backup quarterback if he um, keeps turning the ball over. Here's the thing. I, I love Terry McLaurin. Did you see him argue that pass interference? I did. You had he was, a point. He was exactly he right. Was exactly he was I mean, right. they got hammered on that call. Yes, they did. That was brutal. You got to swallow the flag on that one. There was no push-off. Even Terrence Mitchell wasn't complaining mm-hmm. about the receiver pushing off. Terry is just getting better and better. I mean, his growth last year as a rookie and how he kind of exploded on the scene. But he is he is going to be a great player. They don't really have a number two so that's why I'm a little patient with Dwayne. 
um, there's some couple things from Dwayne that if I were, and I had a great, we had a great chat with Dwayne. He's a good kid and he's trying, you know, the thing is, I think he, he's trying to be perfect and it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think he's got a little bit of, of Baker inside of him where he almost gets too hyped up, right? And I thought there were times where he looked really good. Then there are times when he looks really bad. So the one thing you can't be as an NFL quarterback, as you said, is throw interceptions. They're, they're in, especially the three that he threw. I don't know if you watched, but the one thing where he struggled was uh, – you're right, staring, staring down the receivers. And it's funny because early in the game, he's doing such a good job of moving people with his eyes and bam, knowing. I think he has too much confidence him. in his arm strength. Uh, I, I, don't, I'm not, I don't know about that. I know that, you know, he, I think, gets in his mind that this guy's going to be open because on paper it says this guy's going to be open. And in practice, this guy was open. Mm-hmm. But when you play a zone team and you stare down a guy, you give a player like B.J. Goodson a chance to make a great interception. The one the linebacker picked off along the right hash was just, they're going to teach off that film because he just looked at the guy the whole way. And the linebacker came from a distance away. That that should not happen. It should never happen. It should not happen. It should never happen. And look, I... I think I talked to Ron Rivera about Dwayne, and Ron said, "Look, he he's not, he doesn't need to look over his shoulder. He doesn't. But I, if he continues, now that was his first interceptions of the year, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. But if he continues, then he's going to have to start looking over his shoulder because you give your team no chance. No, you can't, you can't win with four turnovers. He had fumbled in the pocket. Yeah, and, uh, three, three. Actually, picks. there were five turnovers." <clears throat> There was a fumble at the right. end of the half that didn't end. Oh, the, right, right, right. Yeah, that uh, ended the game. But um, I, I, I think, you know, right now, I don't see a starting quarterback in the NFL. I just don't see it. Right in Dwayne Haskins, right now. Yeah. But he still has time, and but he has to improve quickly. Now he does not have players around. No, him. their personnel is very average. So. He needs players around him for him to be better. But some of the reads that he had are, are, are would be concerning if I were an offensive coordinator or slash head coach. Uh, the Bowdens have already weighed in by uh, affirming you this morning. Now Nick wants to note that it is definitely yes, it is, Nick. a bigger show with Spiels. Thank you, Nick. His confidence was flagging just a bit. So that really helps keep him up and interested. The rest of the podcast. <laughs> Yo, that's it's so you're, funny. You're going to take that one to the grave, no, aren't you? No, no, we, it's, no. Uh, that that's we... one of the best ever. That's one of the best ever. <laughs> it's, it's a bigger show when I'm here because uh, that it's so great when people catch on to the jokes of the podcast. I know, I that's know, what's the it. best. That is absolutely the best. Uh, so is my friend Stan Willis and the legal attorneys and experts at willisattorneys.com. I availed myself of Stan's services. Uh, on Friday, went in, had a consultation with him on a matter that uh, we may be able to get into on Wednesday's podcast. Yeah. Hoping to have some good I'm news for, for you on Wednesday. I'm excited. Podcast. I hope. I hope it's true. I'm excited I too. I hope it happens. I hope it happens. But it uh, when it happens, of... if it happens, it'll happen because of Stan's great counsel and advice and telling me 
what certain things meant and what certain things didn't mean. And if you're in a situation where you're going to enter into an agreement with someone, you want to know exactly what you're agreeing to. So it is absolutely always best to have a competent expertise attorney who can tell you, ah, this is what this means. This is standard. This is not. Is this a big deal to you? There were things that I did not understand that Stan explained to me. So willisattorneys.com, Stan Kelly, all the great attorneys at Willis Spangler Starling. That's the firm in Hilliard, easy to get to, real close to Polaris Mall. Check it out, willisattorneys.com, willisattorneys.com, and protect your legal rights. All right, I can't wait to get Nick's Facebook message off the screen there. That's uh, <laughs> that's just not necessary to leave that up. You can always watch us on uh, our Twitter page at We Tackle. You can watch us on our Facebook page. You can catch the broadcast later on if you want to watch and uh, see us react to your comments, which are great. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate that. Uh, weird college football weekend. Then we'll get into the faith segment. Yeah, go Oklahoma, ahead. <clears throat> Oklahoma and LSU lost, and I would have picked Mississippi State against the spread with the spread. Or what whatever. was the line? I don't. I don't remember, but I just knew Mike Leach going into LSU. He's going to like in his season opener. You got no scouting report on him. He's going to put up numbers. They passed for six hundred and twenty-three yards against LSU, Is it? Um, and they won that game outright, forty-four thirty-four. Texas. Um, what a crap show the Big 12 is. 63 to 56. Texas Oklahoma down, or uh, Texas over Texas Tech. Well, Texas was down 6. Stayed down 15 with 3 minutes to go and won the game. That's unbelievable. Oklahoma gave up 24 points in a little over 10 minutes uh in losing to Kansas State. Keep this name in mind. You know how you love Clyde Edwards Elaire yeah. from LSU? Kansas State has a kid. He's a freshman. His name is Deuce Vaughn. Number 22. He looks like Darren Sproles. He does. That's going to be a fun guy to watch. Deuce Vaughn. Uh, Buckeyes, we're still a month from Buckeye it's, football. It's, it's almost like... What it's we... excruciating. Why couldn't we have started the 10th of October and get 10 games in? Here's the goofiness. The Buckeyes are number six in the AP poll. You know how they got there? They're number one on four ballots. <laughs> They're number two on 13 ballots. They're number three on 28 ballots. They're number 16 on a ballot. And they're unranked on 11 ballots. Now, I understand 1, 2, and 3. I don't understand 16. No, I don't If you're going to say, I'm not ranking a team until they play, okay, then That's leave fine. them off. Leave them off the ballot. But how do you rank them 16? You can't. I mean, we've been arguing these rankings for years. I got. I haven't seen Alabama yet, but Clemson. The quarterback looks pretty good. Yeah, good, well, accurate thrower. When did, did, who did they play? They play Missouri. How bad did Smoked they? Smoked them. How yeah. bad was it? Uh, it, was, it was 28-3 at halftime, yeah. and then I think they called the dogs off. So, uh, I, I have not watched Alabama. I've watched Clemson. They're really good, they man. Good. They are so good. They are good. And I can't wait to see Ohio State. And mm-hmm. It's just very frustrating uh, for Big Ten fans because everybody else is, is doing this. And, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're playing. I'm glad they've come to uh, – um, a conclusion that it's going to be safe to play. You just could have come to this conclusion so much earlier. I, I'm sure sorry. Yeah, sure I, I, I'm sorry. You, you know this had to come when you see some teams pull this off successfully. And I guess there's been postponements. We get it. And so what? Yeah. And you sit out and you play again. Yeah. I mean, what? It's just we. It we don't stop. And I think. You know, and this is great news. I don't like all the college kids that are getting COVID. I mean, 
I, my nephew's uh, roommate got COVID, so he got it, and so he had to go on quarantine. And I called my uh, brother-in-law last night on the way home to check on him, and he said, you know, the first two days were a little rough, and now he's bouncing off the walls. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, it's great that the college kids are bouncing back. And, and I get that, you know, you can affect other people and all that, but and I get the myocarditis thing, and, and the beautiful thing about that is they get COVID, they might find a heart issue because they're checking it. And I I just don't understand all this. We could be off and running if we would have, and I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be critical because I'm glad we're going where we're going, but I'm just in hindsight and learning lessons. If something like this happens again, you know, let's hopefully we learn from it. Yeah. Let's learn from it and let's see what we can do and adjust on the fly. And I just think it was, poorly handled to be quite frank and and i'm not trying to be mean or they're idiots or i'm not trying to degrade them i just think boy this was just no plan and the frustrating thing is and i know we've learned more but the sec seemed to have a plan the acc seemed to have a plan the big 12 seemed to have a plan and if you have to postpone and you have to postpone make it up somewhere down the line yeah so i i don't know i'm i'm i i i just it felt I watched college football on Saturday, which it was either that or Lifetime because I like Lifetime movies now for some reason. I don't know why. It was Fear Thy Cheer or Fear the Cheer. It was Cheerleader Slasher. Uh Watch out for those Cheerleader Slasher (laughs) movies. (laughs) No, it was like, you know, Angry Moms or something or whatever. You know, Lifetime movies. Another one was this uh, fashion model was captured and she had to escape and her boyfriend saved the day or this i mean am i saying all this out loud by the way no i mean i i I watch lifetime movies because i perfected the in-room workout bruce oh okay i i did 10 miles in my room on saturday from morning (laughs) to night i split it up throughout the day 10 miles nice at the Ritz Carlton, of course. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> well, your room was a little bit more spacious than mine. But the, I'm accustomed the to. The problem is, <laughs> hard to do uh, ten miles me, at the Fairfield Inn. It wasn't a room; it was a suite. Suite, so, of course. Okay. Um, Excellent. <laughs> the thing that's so frustrating for me, though, is that none of these hotels are doing room service, and people don't know this about me. Now, you will recall this when I say this. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in saving money. So I have been known, Bruce Hooley. I know it's coming. <laughs> to have recycle. You've been known to. You were ahead no. of the curve on recycling. No, this isn't recycling. It's not wasting. Like depending well, they put on it the out time the hallway. Of, yeah, their room serves. Depending on the time of day, you get some delicious choices because you go around, you see the room service trays outside the hallway, mm-hmm. in the and door, you, and you look at the pieces of food that aren't. That it might be half eaten, but you just well, eat. they appear to be untouched by human hands. <laughs> you just eat the other half that wasn't I mean, bite marks. That's right, you save so much money on per diem, and you know if you can if you're up late at night, like eleven o'clock is prime time for people getting a sweet tooth at night, mm-hmm. and they order desserts. Yeah, so if you can stay up past eleven, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but I I want to be truthful. <laughs> That's right. It's been known to happen. There's starving children somewhere in the world that would be yeah. glad for that food. So. Absolutely. So nothing I'm not going to waste you, it. Nothing wrong and with I'm you being And saving money. 
All right, sir. Uh, you mentioned the faith portion of the podcast that you had something, so I'm going to throw the graphic up on the screen that this is the faith portion of the right. podcast. We end every podcast with a faith portion. Uh, we hope you listen. Uh, we've gotten uh, wonderfully meaningful emails from many of you at SpielmanHooleyPodcast at gmail.com about the impact of the faith portion. That's why we do the podcast, and also to help people who are in need with COVID-19 relief, $40,000 will be given away in total. We're well past the halfway point of that. Get your nominations in. SpielmanHooleyPodcast at gmail.com for someone who is in need, and we'll draw four names Friday for yeah. a $250 check. Well, what game do you have Sunday, by the way? Uh, Cardinals, who lost a tough one yeah, to lost the, Lions. the Lions. I mean, I, I was – Lions, that's that's the beauty of the NFL. The beauty of the NFL is I don't know anything about the NFL yeah. as far as who's going to beat who or when or whatever. Um, Cardinals and who? Uh, Cardinals and Panthers. Oh, who, okay. who won yesterday? Yeah, which they is, did. One on the road. And I'm a little disappointed that we won't see Christian McCaffrey. I love to see the great mm-hmm. players play. He's obviously a great player. But in this um, world today, right, we always hear a couple things we always hear. You be you. You ever hear that? Oh, yeah. You be you. You be you. Or be true to yourself. And those are all, you know, nice things. They're not like mean or anything. But where it comes in conflict with faith, is that Jesus never talked about being true to yourself. Mm-mm. Jesus never talked about you being you. Jesus talked about, like, you be like me. You be me. Yeah. You be me, right. And so that's what I wanted to focus on today for all our, our listeners out there and people that get into this faith part of the the podcast is that um, don't be you. you. Always strive to be God, and there's a, a verse in Corinthians, First Corinthians, it says, we hold each thought captive to Christ. And if you hold each thought captive to Christ, you're not going to be you. Because being me is not good enough. Uh, being true to myself is not being good enough. It's just not. And I have to acknowledge that. And I have to acknowledge that, you know, God and Jesus, biblically, scripture-wise, God doesn't want me to be me. He wants me to be him. So I want to encourage everybody to be him today. And something cool happened this weekend because you never know. Um, share this with you. We have COVID nurses that travel with us. With the Fox crew? Yeah. And really nice ladies. And, you know, they're leaving their families every week. They're getting on a plane. And they're working. It's great. But, you know, it's hard for them if they're not if you're not used to this lifestyle, right? Sure. They leave on Thursday. They get home on Sunday. So they're gone four days a week. So the first week, um, I, was, I was late, but I told the producer, hey, I'm going to be five minutes late because I try to go to church on Saturday night. So I come back from church and... Um, this one nurse comes up to me and says, you know, did you get tested already during the week? I said, yes. She said, okay. And I had like a little Bible and a uh, rosary with me. And she said, oh, are you Catholic? I said, yeah. She goes, where were you? I mean, I go, well, I went to church. And she goes into her whole background. She says, man, I haven't been to church in so long. So week two, we were in Philly. I didn't see them because uh, we just are past in cross. Yesterday, I saw her in Cleveland, and she said, I got to thank you. I said, for what? Well, when we were in Philadelphia, I went to church for the first time in a long time. 
and it was awesome. And I thought of you and how just by, you know, talking to you a little bit about, you know, how we should try to make every effort to get to church and, and honor God. And it was really cool, you know, and it was humbling. And I want to encourage everybody. Faith is not a private matter. And it's the perfect example that God allowed me to expose what I believe, but not impose it. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was it was one of those things where you look to the heavens and say, "Thank you, God. I knew that was you." Yeah, I mean that's that is when you talk about be like not not be you. You know, don't you be you? You be Jesus. And we don't do it because we're trying to earn anything. We already have the gift of salvation. I want to be better. Yeah, that's where you understand when you understand the gift of salvation. When you understand what you've been forgiven of, and I think the whole thing hinges on forgiveness and understanding Absolutely. understanding what you've been forgiven of. Then the whole like you want to be like Jesus is because you know that's what He wants you to be, and. He has his, your best interest at heart, or he wouldn't have come to die on your behalf. So that's why you do it. You do it out of gratitude, same way exactly. you would for people you love. So that's uh, that's the difference. It's not an earned thing. It's already been there. It's already been done. It's already been settled. That's why he said it is finished. But it is something that you do to indicate your gratitude, to authenticate that you really understand it. That was the best thing that happened to me yesterday, by the way. That's phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. Uh, great being with you guys today. Review us on iTunes. We love reading the reviews, even the bad ones. And good luck to Katie tonight. Thank you. Hopefully she'll be healthy. Are you enjoying it, though? Are I you am, enjoying it? No, you're not like how we talk I'm about. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, I... I excruciating I go up and down because my thing is I pray for her safety. I just don't want her to get hurt. She's I don't fine. want her to get injured. It's tough. Yeah, she is tough, but soccer's a game where things can happen. She's, well, you are. Your leg is shaking. You're getting. You're nervous tonight. Uh, this team tonight is. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, I care if they win, but I just don't want her to get hurt. Oh, she'll be fine. Good. Let's hope so. Thank you guys for joining us. Everybody, have a great day. I, I like your and please, optimism. Please, please, yeah. Wednesday. Would you please send some affirmation to Chris during the show to Facebook? We're not getting near enough affirmation of his analyzing talents and just the fact that it is always a bigger show this year. <laughs> Everybody have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.